life is full of ifs. But if you want to cash flow like a pro and get paid up to two days early, safeguard against surprises and supercharge your savings, Regions Life Banking makes it possible. Regions Bank embrace the if in life. Regions Bank, member FDIC. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Gas South Convention Center in Duluth, Georgia, it's time for Gwinnett Business Radio. Gwinnett Business Radio is presented by Regions Bank, Brave the Beginning, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. And hello again, everybody, and welcome to Gwinnett Business Radio. I'm Mike Salmon, alongside budding guitarist, former Atlanta Falcon, sports talk show host, and the voice of the Georgia State Panther football team, Harper LaBelle. Is that all, Mike? You, you, you tell you me. Got, um, Father I, of five. I still take out the trash, though. Yeah. My wife will make sure that no matter what I do, it's never good enough to not be able to take the trash oh, out. Oh, but you're, you're a stud in my world. So um, we got two great guests today. We're going to talk about a couple of businesses. Arena Preston is here. She's with Profound Wellness. And also joining us is Shelly Ann McKenzie. She's with Help for Healthcare Professionals. You ready to go? We're going to be we're, we're going to feel better and hopefully be healthier by the end of this show. Yes, we kind of have a theme. So let's start with Shelly Ann McKenzie. She's the founder and CEO of Help for Healthcare Professionals. Shelly Ann, welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? Thank you for having me. We're glad to be have you here. Uh, what what does your company do? What is Help for Healthcare Professionals? Well, Help for Healthcare Professionals is a Gwinnett-based, nurse-owned nonprofit that I founded back in 2020 amidst COVID to help my colleagues who were literally dying on the front lines. Uh, I currently work in telemedicine in my day life. I've been a registered nurse for over 20 years, and I just had to do something to help save save who I could in, in my neck of the woods. Uh, so I started it, um, and COVID exacerbated the need for... Um, crisis relief. So we started in that um, realm. And then we also have education and skills training. And we've done some advocacy uh, over the last three years. So we're excited to be able to offer comprehensive services to healthcare workers and first responders. So you're not working with the general public per se, but more the actual healthcare professionals that are on the front line. Correct. And trying to sustain the healthcare workforce by any means necessary. But I need the public's help. So yeah, absolutely. This is fascinating to me. You saw a problem, right? Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> You're seeing your friends and your colleagues, and who's taking care of them? And you decided to take that up, right? Is that the mantle that you're... you're uh uh, bracing on your shoulders right now? Yeah, so basically my mission was to mobilize people and community resources to support healthcare workers and reciprocate care for the healthcare workers who, who do so much every day tirelessly, and we don't ask for anything. We're one of the professions we just do, and we make it happen. We help save lives. I'll take care of it. Doing. I got yep. this. No problem. I'm You're not good. feeling I'm good. good. I'm here. I'm good. Uh, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. And we, we never stop to really take care of ourselves. It's only in recent years that, you know, we're embracing that whole concept of self-care for us mm -hmm. because we tell everyone else to take care of themselves. But then what are we really doing for us? And who's meeting our needs or who's helping with that? So you're a nonprofit organization and you're, you're addressing specific challenges that the healthcare workers are having. Mm -hmm. What are those challenges that you're addressing? Well, um, 
some of the challenges we face um, besides physical and mental burnout, you figure there are almost about, there are about 393,000 healthcare workers and first responders in the state of Georgia alone. And um, some of the challenges we face from workplace violence, the high stress, uh, I mentioned the burnout before, um, there are things like for Kaiser Foundation did a study and four out of every 10 um, healthcare worker is planning to leave the bedside. Some of them, you know, COVID related, you know, but, but, but more so who's going to take care of us when there's no one left at the bedside. Right. So those are just some of the um, challenges, you know, people are living longer. We have technology and so on, but then more than what, 20% of that almost 400,000, more than 20% of those nurses are over 55. So how do we replenish who we're going to lose over the next couple of years? Okay, so Shelly, I'm a healthcare professional. I'm okay. on the front lines. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling burnout. I'm mm -hmm. feeling stress, all the other issues that mm -hmm. they have. Mm -hmm. What do I do? I call you up. How are you helping me? What, what are the services you're offering me? Well, we have, um, we started with the crisis relief and the hardship assistance. So we have a program essentially where if you reach out, you can go to the website, www.healthcareprofessionals.org, and you can click that you need assistance and it will have like a case manager contact you and, you know, do a screening and, and take a deeper dive into your actual situation. And then on a case by case basis, there are different things we can do, um, you know, everything from custom care packages. We've had um, someone reach out because her son was killed. You know, and of course, we verify that you're a healthcare worker. We can always look in a database and verify where you work and, and things of that nature. And then we were able to get her groceries and so on because she was falling behind with certain things, you know, to keep up with her family and the other kids and so on. Um, we also have, let's say the person needs like mental health assistance. We partner with um, independent practitioners you know, um, mental health practitioners. Um, and then, you know, we just have a referral service where we can get you some real-time assistance. I would imagine mm -hmm. one of the biggest drawbacks that you must face mm -hmm. is denial from a lot of the healthcare professionals going, no, one, I, I, I'm okay, right? You mentioned that a mm -hmm. little bit earlier. Mm -hmm. Two, I can't admit that I have a problem because I might get fired. Is there a challenge that you have with that? Look at you, your eyes are rolling. Like, I, I hear it all the time. You took a deep breath. She's under stress, Mike. She, we, 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 high stress, high stress. Yeah. You know you're sitting next to a masseuse. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Okay. All right. But yeah, um, a lot of it is denial. And then um, one of the things, and I was just discussing that with my marketing team earlier this week, is um, even to get the testimonials, people don't want, especially in our field, people don't want others to know that they reached out for help yep. and received the assistance. The privacy has to be very important, isn't so it? So it's, it's very private. Um, and I think that's just almost the nature of our work. But now when you turn it, you know, from a different perspective and now you just received help, then you, you, you don't want people to know that you got to that point where you had to ask for help. So that is um, one of the biggest challenges and definitely denial is something that we do see. However, I would imagine mm -hmm. that once somebody goes, hey, this is, you know, I lost, a, there was a baby or mm -hmm. an elderly person that I'd known for years mm -hmm. and we couldn't do anything to save them. Wouldn't everybody else in the room admit, yeah, I've had that same mm -hmm. stress or problem or m mental challenge? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're not alone. Yeah, you, you, you aren't. And so many people face... See, um, one of the things, too, is as much as there's denial, 
there's a community of people that understand, that truly understand what you're going through and truly understand the things that you face on a day-to-day basis. So we do things like we have, you know, different town halls and um, open forums where we can have those type of discussions. It's almost like peer therapy um, from time to time. Nurses helping nurses or caretakers. Right. Doctors helping helping doctors. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's imperative to have those conversations and, and go down those um, pathways where you can have people express themselves and know that someone is there to care and, and have some type of empathy and so on. At the very beginning, I talked about how you're helping the frontline healthcare workers mm-hmm. and so forth, and, mm-hmm. and that's who you're trying to reach out to. But you said, I also need the support of the, the public as well. How, <laughs> how can other folks uh, help your organization? Well, we always need volunteers to do our work. So we do a number of, I've been doing uh, community events in Gwinnett and Barrow for probably a decade. Um, But we do health and wellness initiatives. So we always need volunteers to do internal administrative work, everything from marketing. There's always something, trust me, you have a nonprofit. There's always something that we, we look need at her stress with. level, Mike. She's, so, she's, she's her stress level is going up talking about all the needs that you have. But um, that's because there are so there's many work to people. do. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. work to do. So I mentioned how many healthcare workers and first responders there are. But in the next um, Georgia healthcare workforce did a study and um over the next about eight years or so, we're going to need 67,000 ish healthcare workers in the state of Georgia alone. Wow. So my goal 67 is... 67 that we don't have thousand, presently. Correct. New, new and, new and new, improved. Yeah. Net new. Yeah. Yes, net new. So it's our job to recruit, retain, mentor, coach the next generation. So we definitely need volunteers. We're 100% volunteer-led organization. So that's one of the biggest challenges, finding dedicated people to, to, you know, to help do the work. But we have to do what we can. So even if help for healthcare professionals can help 1%, that's still a good number of people um, to help. We're going to turn the spotlight on you personally in just a second, because I want to learn more about Shelly Ann. Oh, but, boy. But, oh but, boy. But, but before we go there, are there is there a success story or uh, that you can share with us since you've been doing this? And obviously, you don't need to bring up names or anything, but uh, maybe someone that called needing help that you can share, because people love success stories. Um, well, I, I think one of everything, Everything about help for healthcare professionals is is rewarding to me. Granted, I am extremely passionate um, about this organization, but as a registered nurse, when I'm able to give out our annual Clara Barton Scholarship to aspiring nurses who graduate from Gwinnett County Public Schools, and you know they're just so grateful for the opportunity to to get additional funding, right, monetary funding to help with um, their education. So we just track them over time and just listen to the stories of how they're adjusting in college and so on. So we've given out three of those. I would love to expand it to all of Gwinnett County Public Schools. Right now we're just at Mountain View and Decula, uh, which is in my backyard. But I would love to expand, um, extend that to the entire Gwinnett County Public Schools. And I'm working with Gwinnett County GCPS, the foundation, um, to get that done so I can open that up. But my success stories come primarily from those students who I help who are now in nursing school and the tidbits and nuggets that I shared with them initially that as they go through nursing school, they're like, yeah, you know, this is hard, but I know I can do it because I have the support and they can always lean on us for that mentoring and ongoing support through throughout their career. 
You mentioned Decula. You don't sound like you're from Decula, so tell Here me the, the Shelley and McKenzie story. The where Shelley you're from? And I mean, you've got some international connections. Wow, yeah. So, uh, Shelley and McKenzie was born in Kingston, Jamaica, and uh, I came to Decula by way of New York, and there's a little bit of London in there. Uh, so um, my husband's British, mm -hmm. so we have um, a number of international connections. And my brother-in-law lives in Australia, so there you go. But um, uh, I went to nursing school in New York, undergrad and graduate school, and I've just always had a passion for serving, and I've always had a certain level of self-motivation and confidence that I can make a huge impact and change the trajectory of people's lives and just speak life into people who some there's so many people that are not self-motivated and you know so I've I've always been able to to do that so what brought you down to Tequila how did you end up in Georgia <laughs> lifestyle change New York you see the stress the, kind of goes oh, up and down, down yeah. but yeah but um just just lifestyle change better environment uh for for my children you're about halfway between New York and Jamaica, so you picked this spot <laughs> on the map, right? You, you, Listen, Atlanta. and I said, you know, I said, Hotlanta, I, I can make this work. I yeah. can make this work. And then Northside was the first place to pick me up. I was already a nurse, so I used to work at Northside Hospital in Forsyth County, Georgia. Well, there's work everywhere, isn't there? Of course, I mean, there's a, you, you a mentioned nurse. the need, mm -hmm. but also let's talk a little bit, just briefly, if, if uh, I may, with some of the recruiting issues that you have. Mm -hmm. You're not looking at a low pay. Uh, business, uh, nursing itself. There, there. You may not hang out with Elon Musk, but there, there's some <laughs> money to be made in, in nursing. It, as the better you get, the more rewarded you'll be. So there are some incentives for some of the people that are going to school. Hey, this it's going to cost a little bit to get there, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but once we get where we're going, uh, the, the financial reward is there as well. Yes. So a couple things. When I first started this, um, one of the things people kept saying to me, "Well, nurses don't need help." Right. Doctors don't need help, but everyone does make six figures. So it's just every, there's so many people. There are different roles that make up the healthcare ecosystem. So we do have the, the lower end paying jobs um, and the technicians and the entry level, you know, nursing assistants, medical assistants and so mm -hmm. on. But with the right coaching and mentorship, they can achieve whatever they want to personally achieve. And we can help mentor them to get them to that place. Uh, but right now, even our, our focus is we do need those technicians. So we're as aspiring healthcare workers and so on can come to us. We'll recruit them, bring them in and almost show them how to navigate the path. And even just going into the middle schools around Gwinnett County and so on and having um, conversations to excite the youth about careers in healthcare. My pathway is very unique. I design software. I work in nursing informatics. So I've done project management, administration. I speak SQL databases, mm -hmm. right? But the average nurse doesn't do that. But there's so many specialties. But nursing informatics is a specialty just like critical care. Well, right? when you walk so, into a doctor's office, they're not coming with a uh, mm -hmm. clipboard anymore. Mm -hmm. They've got an iPad. They've yeah. got a, a, mm -hmm. a device that mm -hmm. they can, in your ability to be able to read information and get Real time. And transform that mm -hmm. into uh, a, a proper diagnosis. Obviously, that's critical with anybody. Mm -hmm. And doctors are spending less time with individuals also. You, you, uh -oh. you see that's the, a whole nother. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's 
because there's a need. I would mm -hmm. imagine mm -hmm. there's not enough doctors or nurses the to ratio, take care of the, the amount of people. The ratio is and that sure. adds stress as well to mm -hmm. you and and everybody else. Yeah, so it just burdens the, the 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 entire ecosystem. So that's what we're trying to do, right? So if we can bring in people, train them, give them quality training, give them the support they need, then by default we'll help offset some of the burden. From yeah. those that are at the bedside. Is there a way for a nurse or a practitioner that is uh, of any age mm -hmm. to say, you know what, I have to treat the general public. That's my business. That's mm -hmm. how I grow and maintain my office and mm -hmm. hire people and mm -hmm. keep them my staff. But I also want to give some time back to the people that that work with me and for me. Mm -hmm. uh, are you noticing a trend where more doctors and nurses are are switching themselves over to I want to I want to spend more time with you Shelly and I want to I want to help you um, maybe not just in Gwinnett but maybe uh, in Borough County or in uh, Jackson County or, or in Fulton yeah so I've had a number of healthcare professionals reach out to me just grateful for me even launching this you know establishing this nonprofit to help our very own so i've had um people reach out you know wanting to be ambassadors for the cause and spread the word you know for for what we're doing and just helping us get stronger partnerships because that's what it's going to take to to do this work and at some point i'll be able to pay for nursing school and dental school but baby steps we're three years in yeah. and and we're just getting started so and you're based in gwinnett county uh, what areas are you serving right now what areas would you like to be serving in five years okay we serve so far we've served about 13 counties in and around atlanta metro area and um we celebrated uh this year our third anniversary we had our night of glam and gratitude gala where we gave out 25 awards to exceptional healthcare workers in and around atlanta we were very intentional about touching all the counties that we served we had the chief of fire from athens get an award we had people from sonoya county getting um awards and so on and we had um i think i was mostly proud of the representation in the room i mean everyone from people from the governor's office to different industries bravo tv was there you know just coming together which is exactly what i dreamed of the community getting involved and recognizing the healthcare workers and um first responders and so on so 13 counties and we're doing a lot of health equity work in the southeast um, we're going to the Congressional Black Caucus um, in D.C. Uh, to have some some conversations there about what we can do in Georgia. I mean, we're the we're number 45. We're ranked number 45 for healthcare outcomes. So as much as 45 out of 50. Yeah, that's not so good. That's not good. Not good. That's not good we're at, at the bottom. Yeah. There's work to do. So as much as everyone's bringing their businesses to Atlanta, Atlanta is an amazing place to work and so on. It is. But. Why is our health? Why are, why are our healthcare outcomes where they are? So we're just going to have some serious conversations about that. Um, so. What'd you call the event? The glam. It's and oh my night of glam and gratitude. A night of glam and gratitude. Was was there any bling there? I mean, would there we were have halogen lights and listen, sparkle. Were there diamonds? It, there were diamonds and pearls. She did it right. It was over three hundred people. There were over three hundred people there, and like I said, the mix industries, dentists, chiropractors, everything, as well as even just lay people and local dignitaries um, came to show their support. So I think when I stood there, like I said, when I finally got up for the night and when I looked across the room, I was like, yes. And you that was the tear, first one. tears in your oh, eyes. Oh, definitely, for sure, for sure. Well, kudos to you for the work you're doing. You have a 
lot of work ahead of you, unfortunately, as well. Uh, is there anything else that you want to bring up? You've got all this information in front of you. I feel like there's uh, some other information you might want to pass along. Listen, I actually think I covered it. Um, Gwinnett, we're very fortunate in Gwinnett um, because we do have a host of resources. But um, United Way uh, just did their child well-being index, and they shared some of the initial insights. But we do have a belt line of of work that we need to do for the kids and so on that, um, you know, we want to make sure that they have the access to the training they need and the technology and the food. And there are some disparities there that they identified in some of the underserved communities. And right here in Gwinnett, we do have that as well. So that's important to know. But um, I think I, I covered everything. Uh, it, it's but- not enough. But I know that, for example, when I see a soldier, I'll say thank you for your service. Is there anything that I could say to a healthcare worker that would let them know my gratitude for, for their, other than a simple thank you? You know what I mean? Just to go out of your way to say, I understand what you're doing. And I, I, I am so grateful that you helped uh, my loved one or a friend of mine. You know what I mean? It, it, you know what? Um, and maybe it's a thank you for your service as well. I remember the first time someone said that to me in COVID and I was like, my service. And I was like, oh yeah, my serving others, my service. And it just, because we don't look for that. It's just funny. You know, people look for thanks and praise and we don't look for any of that. Most of us are called into healthcare literally just to serve and help people when they're at their worst. So we're not looking for praise and recognition and so on. So Thank you for your service is a good start. There you go. I think it's awesome. And for people that want to know more information about your organization, volunteer, help, whatever, uh, the uh, website is helpforhealthcareprofessionals.org. Correct. Okay. Correct. Helpforhealthcareprofessionals.org. Shelly Ann McKenzie, the founder and CEO. Thank you for coming by, sharing your story, continued great work for you, and thank you for all that you're doing, and thank you for your service. <laughs> thank you. No kidding. Thank you. Thanks. For you to have a idea and, and to take that and then it, your vision for it, and next thing you know, you're you're at a glam and, and you're thanking people, and, and there's more to do, but uh, you're getting it done. Thank you so much for your service to, to your profession and, and what you're doing here in Gwinnett County. All right. Thanks. So you have to save the date. April 6th is Night of Glam and Gratitude 2024. I'm going to get my cufflinks ready. Listen, and Mike, cufflinks, you know, Mike, Mike has gold chains. And he, he, doesn't, <laughs> he hasn't told much, many people about, but he will bring yeah, it Yeah, that's out. me. All right. We had another NFL player and it was my son's birthday. So he gave him his ring to put on. Oh, a so Super Bowl a, ring? Yeah, Super Bowl ring. It almost he knocked He played it. for the Steelers, so my, my son was just head over heels. So it was funny. Don't, don't say Super Bowl ring in front of Harper. It's a touchy subject. Oh, wouldn't okay. know what one of those is like, <laughs> personally. Oh, jeez. Played sorry. here in Atlanta. That's okay. Okay, That's it's okay. okay. It's we okay. went twice. And we love you. It's yeah, okay. It's, it's all okay. Right. But I'm sure your son needed chiropractic care afterwards after. because after he wears it just for a couple seconds, he's leaning on one side because those things are big, they're heavy. Yeah. Uh, all, all the best. Thank you so much. Thank you, Shelly. All right, no problem. Thanks for having me again. Well, we appreciate our sponsors that are here, and we're in the Subaru of Gwinnett, Gas South District, in the building here, and, and Subaru of Gwinnett is here to make you a better deal on your car. If you want to enjoy big savings and a hassle-free experience, visit them at Subaru of Gwinnett. You can also go to 2950 Satellite Boulevard. You can call them 
at 470-824-3860. The Imprezas, the Legacies, the Foresters, the Outbacks, they're all there right now. If you want a 2024, they'll be there shortly. And any uh, new or previously enjoyed cars are there for your viewing. Visit Subaru of Gwinnett. Dot com, join their family today, or come on in and see the difference. All right, thank you, Harper. Our next guest is Arena Preston. She is the owner of Profound Wellness, and she does massages. So it's funny how our first guest, we're talking about stress and the frontline workers and so forth. They really could use your services, couldn't they, Arena? <laughs> well, I have to say, that's a hard act to follow. You're doing a lot of amazing work over over there, I think I, I think she gets a, she gets a free <laughs> massage when we're done today. I will definitely, I will definitely. <laughs> we'll we'll arrange that. We'll arrange that. Healthcare <laughs> is very important. Absolutely, and uh, you you had touched on people saying how doctors don't need doctors, nurses don't need nurses, and I disagree. I mean, as 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 a massage therapist, I every three weeks I get a massage because we beat ourselves up and we can't take care of others if we don't take care of ourselves. Correct. So Doctors true. get sick too. Nurses get sick too, and y'all can't um, prescribe yourself medicine. So <laughs> we shouldn't. <laughs> well, your company's profound wellness. So tell us a story. When you got started, how'd you get into what you do, and and, and, and what you do, what you offer. So I am a uh, osteopathic manual therapist and licensed massage therapist. I went to school for seven years total. A um, couple years here, a couple years there. Um, after uh, my kids had started growing up and didn't need me not attached to my hip anymore. Um, I actually originally went to school for, um, to be a doctor. And I just, I saw the, the politics and the chaos that it is involved. And I, I just didn't like the, the focus. And, and then when I started fainting, when they brought the needles out, I, <laughs> Realize that I need to sidestep a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you're like me with blood. You know, doesn't work for me. Uh, yeah, the the thought of me hurting somebody on on purpose. I mean, I know that the general outcome would help in the long run, but I just I couldn't do it. Um. So yeah, I I kind of sidestepped. I had um, interned with a physical therapist for a little while, and um, they suggested the osteopathic realm. So I looked into that, and I got my massage therapy license, um, and then uh, about four, yeah, four and a half years ago, I got my osteopathic manual therapy certification, so... When you get those degrees and everything, do you, do you go working for another massage company, or do, you, do most people just open up their own office? It, it depends. Um, if, you, if you have the know-how and you have the drive to work for yourself or you're on the spectrum like me and uh, have, <laughs> have a hard time following orders and don't always understand why people run things the way they do and if they don't listen to your advice when you have ideas how to improve things and you get frustrated, then you kind of go out on your own. Uh, but yeah, I've, I, I worked for spa atmosphere. I worked under a chiropractor. I've worked under a physical therapist. Um, but I, I opened my own business because I saw that I could, I could do more. 
um, I could help more people. And that's that's really where my drive is, is to help as many people as I can. You mentioned, Marina, the chiropractic. I would imagine someone comes in, hey, doc, it hurts when I do this. And most doctors will say, well, don't do that, right? <laughs> but you're part of the follow-up with that because yeah. if there is a pain in your shoulder or your lower back or your sacroiliac is out or you've got other nerve issues, you're there to help with the follow-up. The doc can do so many things to chiropractic, he's going to align you Right, he's going to do an adjustment, but there's other things that you get to do, and you get to follow up with advice and uh, whether it be stretching or other uh, activities for people to kind of get their their life back together again. Talk a little bit about Absolutely. what your role is in that. So, with as, with chiropractic specifically, massage therapy actually does better if you do it beforehand um, because it relaxes the muscles, um, so that one the chiropractic adjustment happens a little bit easier. Um, and it stays a little bit longer. Um, with physical therapy, it's actually better if you do massage after. But the combination of either massage or osteopathic therapy with physical therapy or with chiropractic, it makes the progress, makes you your um, well-being, your health get back to where it should be faster. Mm-hmm. Um I tell people all the time, drink water, drink water, drink water. Um, uh, unless you're over 500 pounds, a gallon of water a day is about what you should be drinking. Whereas most people drink maybe three or four cups of water a day. Yeah. It's like, you're, you're, yeah. But I, but I have coffee, I have tea, I, I drink. It, that's that's actually, Those are all yeah. diuretics. Yeah, yeah those yeah. will flush you out. Those will dehydrate you. I mean, they, they're good for circulation. They're good for getting rid of the lactic acid and metabolic waste that's in your lymphatic system. Mm-hmm. But you have to replenish. A lot of people are getting rid of and they're not replenishing. Now, do you have on your website or anything, do you have tips of the day or things like that? Because I would imagine, get up in the morning, brush your teeth, do whatever, and then drink some water right away. I mean, start your day with drinking a little bit. You don't have to flood yourself with a gallon, but little things like that and other uh, uh, tips that you would have and pieces of advice that you've learned over the years. I do on my uh, Instagram and my Facebook pages. Um, and then I have links to those on my website, um, but I don't directly on my website have have the tips of the day. But um, yeah, and and with the water, uh, drinking what is this? This is yeah, eight ounces in one sitting is the most you want to drink in a half hour, forty minute period. Your body will, can only absorb and process that amount at one time. If you drink a a, a regular bottle of water or a big just gulp. chug it yeah. down your body is just gonna flush it straight out it's not going to actually process and absorb and go through your lymphatic system more than eight ounces at a time all right let's get back to the massage <laughs> that you do and uh one of the questions i want to ask you is what's the difference between a regular massage and, and what you do and you said it's Using big words here for me. Remember, I went to UGA. Uh, osteopathic path. Oh God. Osteopathic manual, manual therapy. therapy. What's the difference between that and, and a regular massage? So, as an osteopathic manual therapist, I focus on not just the muscles, but the tendons and the connection with the bones. Um, relaxing the muscles. A lot of times during uh, a therapy session, the bones, the the 
structure will go back into place because most of the time when you're out of place, unless you've had a car accident or a fall down the stairs or something like that, if your structure is out of alignment, it's because your muscles are so tight, it's pulling it out of alignment. So if you can relax those muscles, it will just kind of ease back in most of the time. A lot of times you still need uh, extra assistance from a chiropractor or a physical therapist, but massage therapy, osteopathic therapy can help that more than anything. Um, but as far as like a regular massage therapist, the, the everyday, I call them fluffy. Okay. <laughs> uh, they're, they're nice. Um, they're just as good for mental health as they are for the physical, but it, those are more for circulation or if you're just a sadist and like being beat up with the deep tissue. <laughs> so, so, so we should at least at this point, let people know where you're located. I am right off of Peachtree Industrial Boulevard on River Green Parkway. There's kind of a loop in there. Uh, Kurt's Bistro is on one side of the loop, and I'm on the other side of the loop. Um, there's a, a, a several um, small office buildings with, um, I think there's a lawyer in one, CPA in another. There's a medical facility. But, yeah, I'm in Suite 610. Uh, on River Green Parkway. Which is in Duluth. Yep, here in Duluth, yep. Okay, okay. And typically a 30-minute session, a 60-minute, what do you recommend? It really depends on what your level of pain and discomfort is. If you only have an issue in your shoulders and neck, you could get away with half an hour. Um, I call that the tension zone. Um, Because with everything that most of us do on the devices, on the computer, like most people's tension and uh, all all that is held in the the neck and the shoulders. Um, But if, if you haven't had any kind of therapy for over six months or a year, you're going to want at least an hour or 90 minutes. It's it's interesting how you call it therapy and not massage yeah it I mean it is therapy it is yeah. therapy and um I've I've heard the the term masseuse thrown out there there is a big difference between masseuse and massage therapist oh, as well okay we need to edit what I said earlier in the show that apparently <laughs> take that out huh well yeah now your brain is going to say ow it hurts so don't do this and you're basically saying in some respects Let's let's find out where the pain is, what is generating Why, it, yeah. and you know, if, if you wake up in the morning stiff and sore, is that a sign that you know it, it, should I be stretching out more, or do I need a m- massage? Um, if I notice that I'm limping, there are obviously signs that people can go through. They go, this isn't right. Oh so yeah. So what I'd, do you recognize? Our, our body will tell us when something's going on, yeah. and and honestly stretching like a cat when you wake up in the morning kind of helps get everything moving and grooving and <laughs> help you feel a little bit better, help help everything start circulating. You stretch um, like a cat in the morning, Harper? Um, more like a lazy dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, d- dogs stretch very well, they too. If, if you look at yeah. animals, when they get up after a nap or in the morning, like they do all kinds of yeah, stretches. Sure That's It's yeah. a natural instinct for them. And, yeah. and somewhere along the lines, uh, we as humans lost that. We don't do it enough, do we? I mean, we, now I'm good. I, I, I don't have time. I got to go get a cup of coffee and go to work. Or I have to be here at the studio, work yeah. with Mike. You know, I, I didn't... <laughs> That causes a lot of stress. I'm sure. Start that now. It's yeah. Cat stretching. Yeah. So being oh, able yeah. to recognize that for you, and obviously, um, and I mentioned this before we went on the air. Uh, real quick, tell about how you are able to see 
with your fingers. So this actually started um, when I was in school for massage therapy. Uh, I had an amazing instructor that she took the time, she took an entire day, and we had buckets of, um, oh gosh, the tacks and marbles and squishy toys and we were all blindfolded and we put our hands in the buckets and we also did this with our feet but we would put in and we would have to say what we thought it was and it would it took the time to really kind of figure out what the texture was, was it metal? Was it rubber? Was it plastic? How hard was it? What shape did it feel like? And, and that really, it, having the, the sight taken away really enhances that tactile senses. So I do that with massage and I can feel the different uh, muscle fibers, I can feel the different muscle groups, and I can tell which ones are more firm, which ones feel dehydrated. Are you sometimes doing this with your eyes closed? Often, yeah, yeah. There there are times yeah. where I'll start. Um, a, a lot of the times I can see what the problem is as you walk in the door because people are like hunched back or one shoulder is up higher or, or one hip is higher than the other. And so you... It, uh, after doing this over 20 years, I, I kind of know where to start. Um, but you, you can't go and dig in directly with the issue because a lot of times when the issue starts, it spreads. Man, Harper, former football star like yourself, should take you probably all day for her to work on you from Well, I would toe. always ask whenever I'd get a massage, I'd say, so what are you doing and, and why are you doing what you're good, doing? Good, good. Yeah. You should. So my ability to see with my eyes closed, you know, see with my fingers, uh, oh, there's a knot right there. Oh, look at that. And, and either my wife or some other people that, um, I've, I've worked on And again, I'm not a professional, yeah. but you, you learned what's going on here. And usually if your hip is out, that's because you did something below the knee and the knee couldn't absorb all that weight. And so it goes up Sometimes, to yeah. another, uh, part of your body that can absorb it. Wait, not always. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. yeah. You know, if you turn your ankle, next thing you know, your knee is sore, yeah, and then your yeah. hips are out, and yeah. then you're walking with the limp, not just because of the ankle, but because of the result of that, right? And other areas being overtaxed, dominoes. Yeah, and hey, I'm I'm not I'm not designed to absorb all that extra weight. So right. then the other side goes. You know, if you left ankle, right hip. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> Another <laughs> big going, hip oh, issue is uh, guys yeah, that I used sit to with their wallet in their back. Nurse that nurse. So, so you know all about that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, Another I big hip issue is uh, guys that sit or drive with their wallet in their back pocket. Yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah, I, I do not do that. So that's another Good. tip, Good. right? So we yeah. have we have at least two tips right yeah. now that you have that you're going to put on your website. A, a guy I play tennis with actually had some some hip problems or whatever, and the the, the doctor or whoever a chiropractic whoever he saw said, "Do you drive with your wallet in your back pocket?" And he said, "Yeah." And he, he took it out, stopped driving with his wallet in his back pocket, and yeah, problem yeah. Was, Voila, was, was a lot better. It's, it's amazing how something small like that. When I lived in Seattle, um, I was part of an ergonomic team, and we went around different offices and um, set up their computers so that they were directly in front of them mm -hmm. and made sure that their thighs were parallel to the floor. So sometimes you had like little step stools or books underneath, um, and it and 
we had them set an alarm for every hour to take a deep breath, to roll your shoulders yeah. forward and up towards your ears and back and down. Yeah. Um, and it's amazing how five seconds, like people at the beginning of it, we did, uh, we did surveys and over 80% of the staff by the end of the week had a headache at least once. And after three months of implementing these changes, it went down to 2%. Wow. Hips. Uh, oh, oh, over five seconds yeah. every hour and just set an ergonomic setup. Roll your, roll setup. your uh, shoulders back yeah. or bring yeah. them up to your ears and then roll them back. Yeah. Uh, shoes, I would imagine that have a lot to do with it. You know, if if it's a walking, yeah. yeah. All right, we're talking with Arena Preston with a Profound Wellness. Before we wrap things up, Arena, uh, Little Birdie told us you, you used to be a, like a sort of a radio personality. Uh, right out of high school, I worked a little bit with uh, Kiss 101 in Seattle. Yeah. What did you do? I had errands, and I'd, if they had somebody like call out or something, I'd fill in on the radio every once in a while. But uh, Play, playing the songs I, and stuff. No, it was it was more talk radio. Talk radio. Yeah. Oh. So you were you talk you were talking. I, I got to talk, talk on the radio maybe once a week. Okay. But yeah. So are we bringing back any good memories or bad memories right now? Oh, good memories. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. okay. Fun times. Most important question for those that would like to find out more about your services and so forth, what's the website? And again, let's give your location. I'm at 4855 River Green Parkway, Suite 610 in Duluth. Uh, my website is uh, pwtherapies.com. PWTherapies.com. Yep. As phone, in profound a, wellness therapies. Do you have a fo- phone number if anyone wanted to call up and say, hey, I'd like to get an sure. appointment? Sure. Uh, 470 Arena, thank you so much for joining oh, us. Oh, thank you for having and me. And Harper, when, when, are we, when are we setting up our appointment? Oh, I'm, I'm already there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. So, and uh, she's going to take your job, Mike. Because <laughs> oh, I don't know you about know, that. You don't ask very He's got a better voice than questions. I do. Yeah, he does. <laughs> He has a voice for radio. I get, I get squeaky every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Arena Preston with uh, Profound Wellness and uh, Shelly Ann McKenzie with Help for Healthcare Professionals. Two, two great guests. We could have gone for another 30 minutes. Easy, Harper. Yeah. Well, we, we, got, we got limitations. You want to do this? Yeah. You doing you both of them today? Yeah, we'll let you, do, you do, all, do, do all the hard lifting today, all the heavy lifting. Yes. All right. Because then well, afterwards, Arena can give you a, a, a massage. Well, these two ladies, they've uh, been fantastic in uh, supporting each other. But with the right support and strategic solutions, your financial planning can meet tomorrow's challenges today. Region's local team of private, experienced wealth providers, assistance providers, are able to help you here in the Gwinnett area and serve all of your areas of growth. Make sure that every step that you take and move closer with your goals is done with Regions in mind. Learn more at regions.com forward slash wealth management. Regions Bank, member FDIC. Well done. Quick reminder that you can enjoy the show anytime you want by going to businessradiox.com, select the Gwinnett Studio, and click on Gwinnett Business Radio, or just type in Gwinnett Business Radio on your favorite podcast app or channel, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify. We are wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Again, thank you to our guests. Also, thank you to our producer, Dan Braverman. What's up, Dan? For Harper LaBelle, I'm Mike Salmon, and we'll see you next time here on Gwinnett Business Radio.